Welcome back to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Friday. Oh, sorry, on this Wednesday afternoon. You're <laughs> getting a bit ahead of yourself there, I think, Noreen. <laughs> it feels like a Friday. I don't know what. It I'm does. just excited to see you, yeah, Cruz. Oh, that's really nice. uh, it's been it's been a while. Well, actually, it hasn't been so long. But anyway, I just saw you over the weekend. But anyway, it's so nice to see you. How are you? You're looking I'm beautiful. Good. Thank you very much. That's very kind, as are you. Yes. <laughs> You're just making everyone from radio feel jealous that they're not watching us on Facebook. Exactly. Um, you know, you did. Yes, you did by line for me as well. You can see Cruz on Facebook this <laughs> afternoon. Um, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. So, Cruz, what great topic have you got for us today? Are we going to talk about hair bows? Hair bows. bows. If I just say bows, it sounds like we could, we're could. we like talking about our boyfriends in the 1950s. <laughs> talking about bows, hair bows, hair bows, accessories, right? Those things. And we're talking about those because um, I have daughters, as I know you do. And... Um, you know, I think we're both pretty progressive, open-minded parents who don't, who are raising gender-neutral children to, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. But little girls love a bow in their hair. Like, it doesn't matter if you don't, we don't wear bows in our hair, but they want a bow in their hair. So um, I, I've been thinking about it a lot recently because of how, like, just that, what it is about a bow. I'm now starting to use their hair ties because these don't have bows on it, so they don't yeah, really want to yeah. use it. So I've had to get. I have a whole bunch in my bag too of like kids' hair ties that where the the dinosaur has broken off it, so now <laughs> I can use it. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so hair bows, um, which might seem like kind of cutesy accessories, but um, their facade is deceptively simple. Um, so we have uh, there's like we think about it today. We think about hair bows. We think about little girls running through the school gates i mean maybe not in hong kong but well we know in hong kong too you know that kind of like adorable innocent childhood image um which you know might be this kind of like children's thing it's very it's girly a hair bow is girly it's the word we would use as girly right but um their big bows are kind of making a comeback. Now, I don't know this because I'm not sure if you're aware, Noreen, but I'm not trendy. So I don't know. You are trendy. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know, like, current fashion twen- twins. 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 That's exactly how trendy I am. Current fashion twins. Anyway, but celebrities and influencers are putting hair bows back in. Now, hair bows have a long history that includes the cushiony, large, posh bows of, like, the 1980s. And I feel like I've seen my mum like photos of my mum in the 80s she had like this glorious mane of frizzy blonde hair and I feel like I've seen like big clips with big bows that she wore you know like she was a proper 80s she was a twend setter and then more recently like Lady Gaga had that big hair bow made of hair do you remember that yes yeah and um Apparently in the 1940s, uh, and I don't know this because I wasn't around then, uh, teenage girls would wear hair bows as a sign of sexual availability. <laughs> it was like this very coded, which I'm like, that's a little bit deceptive because I thought it looked like innocent, innocent. and girly. But anyway, um, over the last century or so, they've kind of signified femininity, right? That's kind of their, their thing. But historical sources indicate that apparently it wasn't always that way, which is where it gets really interesting. For um, the hair bow was originally gender specific to adult males in Europe. Because of like the, a bow tie well, or like something. Well, like the kind of cravatty thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. But actually, in throughout the 1700s, men adorned their hair with bows to show they were prosperous and extravagant. Oh, men wore... Men wore bows in their hair. No. Yes, apparently they didn't. Now, women also wore extravagant hairstyles, but they didn't have these hair bows. They rather had, like, ornaments and jewels. They christmas treated it. You know, they didn't have the bow. Now, after the, after the French Revolution, um, extravagance in dress and hairstyles were very frowned upon. So hair bows became like a bit too much. So people didn't wear them. 
But by the 1800s, it became common for male children to wear hair bows, tying hair at the nape of the neck. So at the back, the back of the neck, just the back. And now I think about it, I'm like, I feel like in history classes and in art galleries, I've definitely seen old paintings with like little boys running around with little bows at the back of their necks, right? Now, um, women throughout the 19th century wore hair ornaments and hats, but the hair bow only really achieved widespread popularity in the 20th century before the Second World War, which is super interesting as well. So the hair bow today um, most commonly projects this idea of kind of... Um, innocence and everything else um, and this concept of sort of femininity as we were talking about which is linked to qualities of gentleness and softness and compliance you know you don't really think of like someone wearing a hair bow well maybe now you do because the meaning's changing a little bit the symbolism of that bow but it's kind of like a very like you said innocent like gentle calm quiet um, but it might be precisely because the hair bow had those kinds of ideals that it's been employed as a means of empowerment for both female and male bodies so during the war in 1942, the wartime propaganda We Can Do It poster, you know, the Rosie the Riveter. Oh, yes. Now, um, that appeared in company factories to encourage women at work in the facilities, right? The poster depicts a very active female holding up her arm to show strength. We all know it, you know. Um, and she wears a red and white spotted scarf in her hair knotted at the top, right? And we all know that. And yeah. that's what people wear in their Halloweens and everything else now. Now, um, the female body is presented as strong and able and the bow is minimal in this size. And in this context, it's also functional. It is keeping the woman's hair off her face rather than just being decorative it is a function i've got my hair out of my face i've got my arm up i'm ready to I'm do ready this to so it becomes action. like the symbolism of that bow that little knot that bow is really really powerful and then in the 1980s we have like singers like madonna and boy george who wore bows as symbols of feminine performance right so both of these pop icons wore the bow as a sign of celebration and transgression because of course madonna is not girly and innocent in her image you know she is I mean, she's amazing, <laughs> as is Boy George. So, like, it's it's a really strong image, and they're subverting that kind of symbolism around this, like, soft, gentle, compliant thing that people think of a bow. But it's rah, a Madonna. Exactly, exactly. So it's so fascinating. Um, and these um, this really exposed the social limitations of the ideas of femininity. It's like, you know, if you are only... If you only have femininity, you can only go so far. Like, you know, that's what they're trying to do that. So Madonna wore her hair bow in a subversive manner, poking fun at social constraints. Um, you know, people put these social constraints on the female body. Um, and she was she was girly, but she was powerfully sexy at the same time, right? Like I'm so I'm so vanilla that me saying powerfully sexy makes me sound prude. Anyway. <laughs> The innocence of the girly bow, lollipops, white wedding dresses, religious iconography, both in her name and the crucifixes that Madonna wore, contrasted with the sexy and outgoing image she personally projected. So that's like quite an amazing thing when you think about it. It's true. That you juxtaposition. Know, she had exactly yeah. the word. Yes. Um, <laughs> And of course, like, you know, like the titles of her songs and albums, Material Girl, Immaculate Collection, um, Like a Virgin, the bow poked fun at how women are constrained by the stereotypes of innocence, virginity and femininity. So, I mean, just like cultural icon. Um, now, Boy George, on the other hand, identifying as male, wore a hair bow during this period to perform femininity. In doing so, he highlighted the hair bow as something socially um, considered as limited to the feminine presentation, but not necessarily limited to the female body, which is also fascinating. Now, um, 
Today, the hair bow is so intrinsically linked exclusively to femininity um, performed by a female body that we often see characters in games gendered just because they have a hair bow. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it's a symbol of, like, this is for the girls, right? In 1981, Miss Pac-Man was released in game form with a hair bow to distinguish her from the original male game protagonist. As if Pac-Man had a gender. You're like, I mean, really? You know, anyway... <clears throat> Um, Wendy O. Cooper of so uh, Super Mario fame relies mainly on a big pink polka, do polka dot hair bow, um, but um, she's also got a, a, a necklace, big lips, long eyelashes, and that's what makes her a woman, like female, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of fascinating. Nintendo game character Mama and I don't know this one particularly, but is probably the most explicit use of the bow to indicate gender. She is a gold star with no other indicators except a big pink hair bow, a third of the size of her body. So literally, like, doesn't even have human characteristics, but because they have a bow that is female, which is such a powerful and interesting idea when we think about it. Um, of course, uh, today we have, uh, you know, bows have really come back into fashion in so many different ways. They've been worn by the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton, as well as like Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie, all these other famous, beautiful ladies. Um, and this symbolism has extended to high end consumerism with some bow wearers repurposing the characteristic decorations on Chanel, Dior and Chloe um, shopping bags for their hair. So they used to have these sort of bows on the bags and now they're putting them in the hair. So bows have kind of made a bit of a, they have kind of made like a comeback um in lots of ways and of course what's really interesting is that like obviously we now have the man bun like oh, everyone yes. has a man bun i always think about this i sometimes i stare at my husband his profile in the evening light and i think no nah, he couldn't have a man bun he couldn't pull it off uh, i reckon he can <laughs> i don't know if he could i don't yeah. know i don't know his birthday and get one of those clip-on hair clip-on Clip -on and, man and just bun. It's our anniversary soon. Should I just get him a clip-on man bun? I think Is that so. a way to keep the magic alive between us? <laughs> it's funny when you mentioned hair bows for men, mm. um, I looked at the rise of the male scrunchie. Ah, is that a thing? It's a thing. Wow, so that scrunchie. makes me happy. So this guy... <laughs> Oh, Jason, Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he could wear a bag on his head and it'll be... <laughs> he still look good. Yeah, he still look good. <laughs> a man bag. <laughs> but, yeah, the wow. rise of, of the male scrunchie. Well, maybe this is the bow is the next thing to come, which yeah. would be fascinating, and I hope it does. I mean, essentially, men wear bows. Like, they wear a bow tie. It's they just do. a different part of the face area. Yeah. Is it the, on the... You know what I mean? It's not on your head. But it, you're still wearing a, a bow tie is a bow. Exactly, right? yeah. Anyway, it's super fascinating. Um, anyway, so we think of all these typical things about um, bows, but apparently they, you know, they are very versatile accessories. And um, I do think there's something interesting about this. Well, like, I, I found this really interesting article, actually, by one woman who describes it as deliciously monstrous to have a grown woman who has tied a bow anywhere on her body um and then they say you know it's you know it's this kind of like i don't know like it's just sort of it's, i don't know it's come back in fashion i, I must say I've, i noticed a lot of ladies around hong kong wearing a big bow uh, wearing a big bow um yeah. hairbands with a bow mm. Yeah. Headbands have come back, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, headbands have. I'm a fan of a headband. Yeah. I do think that in Hong Kong people are quite, I mean, nothing like maybe in like Japan, I think people are really big into those kinds of accessories. But I do think people in Hong Kong are pretty cool at accessorizing with like hair accessories and yeah. things like that. And you'll see all those shops in the MTR yes. station that will always sell hair accessories. Yeah. Um, Dave on Facebook says, good afternoon, everyone from Melbourne. Thanks for tuning in, Dave. And he says, see ya. 
had a wow hair had a wow hair bow. Ah, she did. See, it did have a massive hair bow. Remember? Yeah. She had a big hair bow. Well, yeah, she, she did. did. It was very iconic. Yeah. Her and what's um, Maggie Ziegler? Maddie Ziegler. Mag- yeah, uh, the dancer. Her muse. Her yes. muse dancer. Um, there's lots of different ways Thanks to for that, Dave. to um, to wear a bow. Of course, um, we have like small bows and like I've never been able to do. Sometimes I think. I think about a bow as like what makes it adorable to me is that thing where people just like tie it up like one piece of ribbon they just tie a bow around their hair and my hair just doesn't work that way you know what I mean like I've never been someone I mean a my hair doesn't grow it takes about six months to grow like two centimeters it just doesn't grow that's a great thing now you know you get a nice haircut and it just stays that way whereas you know for me it's like planet of the apes (laughs) no it's not (laughs) But you know what I mean? You know, people who just like effortlessly seem to have that kind of very cooperative hair that just seems to be able to be tied into a bow and that's that's just it. You know what I mean? I've never I've never had hair like that. But there's lots of different sorts of um ways of wearing a bow. Um you can have the kind of like the clip on bow, obviously, um, which is quite a big one. Um you can tr- tie a scarf through your hair. You can have a, tie- yes, a bow on the scarf. top of your head. I think they all have symbolism. Because I guess if you had like a bow on the top of your head, it's a bit Minnie Mouse. You know what I mean? Like, I guess that's maybe why we also... I mean, think about that. Minnie Mouse, the iconography of a hair bow on Minnie Mouse. That's like how it's different to Mickey. Is She has eyelashes and a bow. Exactly. That's what makes her the female one. Exactly. It's, just, it's very interesting. It, that is very interesting. Because they could have done, you know, a bracelet on her wrist, on the on those gloves. That could have been distinct. But no, they put no, a massive... They put a massive... Bow. Are you a big bow. fan of hair bows? Of hair bows? Well, I don't wear them because yeah. my hair doesn't cooperate. So... Yeah. What about um, just clips on the side? You know, I'm feeling like I might just start doing it. Because like you said, like in Hong Kong, we do have like so many little hair accessory shops. Exactly. And the $10 store. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. give any names away because, you know, $10 for a pair of bows yeah yeah yeah. no i think it's adorable and i think it's funny because i have one daughter with a genetic condition which means her hair doesn't really grow so for me to put a for me to put a bow in her hair it takes a lot of focus and i've got to be very clever and fiddly about it to try and make her hair kind of and will the clip not stay as well we have tiny little mini clips for her hair because her hair doesn't grow but then um my other daughter has like really beautiful like thick chinese hair hair, right so then like i've had to kind of and she demands five bows and she's constantly demanding elsa hair and everything else so (laughs) i've had to up my bow game recently (laughs) do you know what i mean and as a result i've been like really into finding kind of accessories and going to those little stores and stuff in hong kong and there's something adorable about it and i think there's no not many places in the world you'd go through like one chai market and there'd just be a whole store of like little hair ties and clips and bows and everything else i think it's yeah. Well, Lee, do you remember Lee? Um, yes. She started her oh, own bow shop um, uh, um, on Etsy. Yes, I yeah. remember. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, they're really quite beautiful. And they like, there is something really, um, yeah, I think they're quite, they're quite fascinating. But I feel like they wouldn't really work. And I have very short hair. But I think you have to have, like, maybe it's just me. I just think you have to have really lush hair to, lush long hair to pull it off. But maybe you don't. No. Maybe I could put a a hairband. Yeah. Yeah. Stick it on a big bowed headband. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can try. I mean, what else do I have to lose? (laughs) Like, people are going to call me girly or, like, too masculine, apparently. Um, But yeah, that's bows. I don't really have much else to say on them otherwise. I just think it's quite fascinating that we have a lot of symbolism around them. And I didn't even think about that. Cruz, this has yeah. been such a fascinating audio column. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're very and, welcome. And I hope our listeners uh, maybe will get there. Uh, but one thing, 
you say hair bows, but then if you just see the word bow, do you say bow or bows? Uh, it depends on the context. This is uh. why I what keep saying hair bows because hair otherwise bows. if i'm reading reading my notes i'm going to say bows yes <laughs> bows exactly yeah. well on this hair note bows. cruz thank you so much for for, for your time uh, today and i look forward to more chats with you uh, next week thank you very much